Welcome to episode four of The Other Berman Show. Just a quick disclaimer so you know the interview I am talking about in this episode, at least at the beginning of this episode, about Danny and Noah. That will be in episode five because there was a good amount of news and I wanted to really talk about the Kawhi news and Paul George and all that. And if there's any other news, I definitely want to have this on Limbing podcast. So the interview will be coming up next Saturday. And also... A little shout-out to Max Malone for giving me this logo. It's really good. I really like it. So, And I promise I'm going to give him a shout-out. So there's your shout-out. And, yeah, enjoy the show. Oh, and I forgot to mention this in the intro. There is a good amount of, like, silence and confusion in the very, very, very beginning of the show because I had been up for a solid five minutes before I recorded the podcast, and I had no idea what really happened. I was woke. I was woken up. And my grandfather just said there was a big trade. So I was thinking he just doesn't know what he's talking about. Kawhi just signed. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And then I saw Paul George got traded. So I'm like, all right, I got to record something. So I really didn't know who got traded for who. What was the big thing? I was figuring out as I was recording. And the only reason why it's still in there is because there's some pretty funny reactions in there and just confusion. So stand by the beginning of that. And then after that, it's just a normal podcast. Just That's why it's a little weird to start. Of course this happens when I am fast asleep. We have a huge, huge trade went down last night. The L.A. Clippers and Oklahoma City Thunder just made a blockbuster trade. Wow. Okay. Um, the Clippers are going to get Paul George. And hold on. I'm just like, I don't even know what's going on yet. So... Paul George is going to the Clippers, and Kawhi is going to the, um, yeah, Paul George and Kawhi are going to the Clippers. Hold on, I'm looking at all this stuff. A lot of stuff went down, come on, what do we got? I'm still figuring all this stuff out. I just woke up. Oh, my God. Why does that have to happen at, like, 2.15 in the morning? Oh, my God. I just woke up. Okay. Okay, so Kawhi just flat out going to the Clippers. OKC is getting Shea Gilgis Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, and a Bunch of picks, like a record amount of picks. They're sending four unprotected first rounders, one protected first rounder, two pick swaps. Wow. Wow. Okay, the interview with Danny and Noah, that'll be coming up soon, but we gotta get to this first. The Paul George trade. Now, the Thunder will receive Shea Gilgis Alexander, a very good point guard. Danielle Gallinari, a great role player. Four. 
unprotected first-round picks. The Miami Heat, 2021 first-rounder. Um, now from the Clippers, the 2022, 2024, and 2026 first-rounders. So there is an 11-year-old right now who just got traded to the Thunder. So as well as a 13-year-old, a 16, 15-year-old, and a 16-year-old just got traded to the Thunder. And a protected 2023 first-rounder from Miami. As well as the rights to two pick swaps in 2023 and 2025. All for Paul George. So that is the definition of a win-win trade right here. The Clippers, they gave up a lot. But they basically gave up all that for Paul George and Kawhi. Because if they didn't do this trade, they would not have gotten Kawhi. So they got both these guys. Now the Thunder, though. This is what's very interesting. Not only did they lose Paul George, they are already fielding offers for Russell Westbrook. If that happens, I will come back on here at some point during the week because today is Saturday and the interview that's coming up is next Saturday. And this is going to be pretty much a whole week long podcast because any news that happens over the course of this week, I'll be coming back on here and talking about big news, of course, like a Westbrook trade, not minor news because we do have an interview coming up at some point. But... Unless if I have to split this up into two, which is could be pretty likely. Because this has been, in my opinion, the greatest offseason, not only in NBA history, in the history of, prof- of North American professional sports. The best offseason of all time. This has been the best time ever for me to make a podcast. has been during this incredible offseason. If I just made it a week earlier with Anthony Davis trade, oh my god. This has been incredible. But uh, besides the point, <clears throat> the Thunder are in now. A limbo because now we're going to see. I mean, they have a. They've just got a ton, and I mean, it is a ton of picks from the Clippers. But the earliest pick is in two years. So, do they trade Westbrook and just tear it all down, which is what I would do, or do they think they can win now with Westbrook? I don't, and I know OKC fans don't. Sam Presti is a great GM. We'll see what he does. So we'll see. Now, now let's move over to the Clippers side of things. They got rid of all those picks for, and that's to mention Shai Gilgis Alexander and Neil Gallinari, in favor for Kawhi and Paul George. <clears throat> Paul George, by the way, to the shoulder surgery, could miss the first few weeks of the season, so just keep an eye on that, but he won't miss any real, like, time. So, but this is absolutely incredible for both sides. Now, <laughs> Woo! Okay, Kawhi. He is signing with the Clippers, and he recruited Paul George because Paul George requested a trade, but he did it. He didn't do it publicly. He privately requested this trade, but he wanted out of OKC. Kawhi found out about it, and well, he made this happen. And he told the Clippers, "I'm not coming here unless if you get Kawhi. I mean, unless if you get Paul George." And getting Paul George, they did. Wow. Okay. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize. Okay, ready? Jerry West, as an executive in his career, the logo, who is an all-time top 20 NBA player of all time, then became an executive, and this is what he has done. He traded for Kobe on draft night. He signed Shaq from Orlando. He signed KD from OKC because he was also the Warriors GM. Not GM, he was an executive. Then he signed Kawhi and traded for Paul George, not to mention having a top 20 NBA playing career of all time. Jerry West, there is a reason why he is the logo of the NBA. 
<laughs> um, there's also a report out here that the Raptors um, declined the trade for Westbrook and Paul George for Siakam, which is pretty interesting. Um, I mean, personally, I'm very high on Siakam, as a lot of you guys know. I love Pascal. I think he's going to be a very, very special player. I think he's going to be better than Westbrook and Paul George by the end of his career. I know that's a pretty hot take, but I honestly believe Siakam is that good. So I think that's a good move for the Raptors standing by that trade. Also, I think Toronto, even though they didn't get anything for P- I mean, even though they didn't get anything for Kawhi, and it's just Siakam there and Lowry, and they lost Danny Green as well to L.A. with the other L.A. the Lakers, which I will catch you in a little while later. But I think the Raptors are not definitely not the Eastern Conference favorites, but they are going to be a pretty solid team next year. Don't be like, oh, there go the Raptors. They're no, they're going to be a solid team. For sure. They'll probably still be a top five seed in the East, especially considering how terrible the Eastern Conference is. That's not very bold, again, considering how bad the East is. I'm just reminding you guys, don't sleep on the Raptors next year because that's still that's still not a bad team at all. Now, I am going to take a little couple more things, see if I miss anything. Um oh, so the Lakers who missed out on Kawhi, and I told you guys, the one team I can tell you is not gonna get him. Well, at least on my Instagram I said I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but yeah, at least yeah, at least I said it on my Instagram. I cannot guarantee you I said it on the podcast. But I kept saying, I do not think Kawhi is going to the Lakers. Stuff like that. Follow me at AFC North, at AFC North Champs. Also, I'm going to put up a Q&A. going to put up um, polls, all that stuff. And it's just fun because I need the followers. Ravens fan page also. Go Ravens. Because believe it or not, this is going to be a more of a football podcast once we get closer to football. But this has just been the timing of starting this. It's been all basketball. All right. The Lakers, they re-signed KCP. They re-signed JaVale McGee. They got Quinn Cook. And I be- who else they got? And they got Danny Green. So the Lakers just, I mean, the team's obviously not going to suck. They got AD, LeBron, and Kuzma. But it's going to be not the best team, I'll tell you that much. So we'll definitely get into that a little bit later. Um, also... Last night, and I'm the only reason why this even matters at all, because I am a Wizards fan and I am very happy that the Wizards finally got rid of Dwight Howard. He is going to the Memphis Grizzlies, where the Grizzlies will be waving him. So, well done, Wizards, and CJ Miles, welcome. Um, <laughs> after all of that, now, a Westbrook trade definitely could be coming. A Kevin Love trade we are hearing could happen. Gordon, Gordon Hayward definitely on the block. But those two just very expensive contracts. I don't think it will happen. Um, um, Iguodala, we'll see what happens with him. He's on the Grizzlies. It does not sound like the Grizzlies are interested in keeping him. So we'll see if Iguodala gets traded. This offseason is far from over. Goran Dragic could get traded um, as well. We could see guys like Hassan Whiteside get dealt again. And, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a really... This really fun summer still isn't even over yet. I mean, the big moves are done. But the second-tier guys who are going to get moved, that is not done. Absolutely. Now, it is incredible that one man shifted the entire power of the NBA. This is why I love basketball, the offseason, so much. I kept saying it. The NBA offseason is the best offseason in sports. I don't even know why people even argue with me about that. There's no question. This is what I need. Oh, by the way, 
Last thing before I go. The battle for L.A. Boy. The Rams and the Chargers in the NFL going at it. Those are two great teams in the NFL. And now in the NBA. The Clippers and the, the Lakers. Boy. Whew. LeBron versus Kawhi. LeBron and Kawhi are in the same city. They're not on the same team, but they're in the same city. LeBron's on the Lakers. Kawhi is on the Clippers. If the NBA does not get that game on Christmas, that is a huge missed opportunity because we all know how big the NBA is on Christmas. That has to be not only the Christmas game, it has to be the primetime number one Christmas game because that game is going to be so – those guys are going to play four times a year, and that is – Assuming they don't meet each other in the playoffs. Oh, my God. Imagine how good that playoff series would be. Wow. All right. Um, Woo. I mean, (laughs) here come the Clippers. Here come the Lakers. But guess what? There's another team in the West. There's another team in, in California. It's still pretty good. Golden State. And you know what? Not to mention that fourth team in California, the Kings. They're on the rise. Remember my bold prediction. We'll see Sacramento in the playoffs next year. Not win a series, but we'll see him in the playoffs as like a 7 or 8 seed. So I think we'll see four teams from California in the playoffs next year. Book it. If I have any more thoughts, I'll be back in terms of this. But I think I've gotten everything I wanted. Ladies and gentlemen, who does not love the NBA? Woo! Okay, so next up, I'm going to play a clip from my first ever podcast where I went on a little rant about the Lakers and about how they just they weren't going to get another big star after the Anthony Davis trade just because they simply didn't have the money. I just didn't think it was going to happen. I mentioned it before about how I, I just always thought the Lakers were going to get him, and here is proof if you didn't believe me. All right, now I'm going to talk about the Lakers, just the Lakers in general, and I'm going to tell you why the Lakers are not going to get another Max guy. And if it turns out I'm wrong, I'm going to keep this in here because it's going to be pretty funny to listen back to because it's going to be a little mini rant. And if this ends up being wrong, it's going to be really funny to listen back to. But the Lakers are not going to get into the max guy. You know why? Because this is their entire team. This is the entire roster at this very moment. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, I'm done. That is the entire team. They don't, have a, they don't have a single guard or center on the entire team. So, yes, they freed up another max slot. So, let's say they did it. Yes. Let's say, hypothetically, Kawhi Leonard signs with that team. That would mean four players are on that team. They will have to fill up. I be, let's see. That would mean they would have to fill up 12, yeah, 12 players, either 11 or 12 players in that roster. with, And they'd have about $6 million to do that with. Unless if the Lakers are right with having four good players and the rest of the team being scrubs or guys who are just willing to take the minimum to sign with the Lakers, I highly doubt they're going to get Kawhi. I mean, obviously not going to get Kyrie or KD. I mean, KD maybe. Probably. No, no, I'm sorry, not KD. Not KD. I, mean, I was thinking Kawhi when I said KD. No, they might be getting Kawhi. I don't think they are. I think he's sticking around in Toronto. They're definitely not getting um, Kyrie, and they're definitely not getting KD. People think KD is going there are just flat out wrong. In fact, Woj just tweeted out that, they're meet, that he's meeting in Brooklyn and they're probably about to get a deal done. So, yeah, the Nets 
are going to sign K- Kyrie, which I'm going to get to probably right after I record this because I'm getting a bunch of notifications from Will and Mark Stein that it sounds like he's about to sign there. So, yeah, probably Kyrie's going to be next. But Beside the point, the Lakers, they're not getting anybody else. They can't get anybody else. They don't have the money to do it. It's not going to happen. I hate to break it to you, bandwagon Lakers fans, because everybody who's listening here are probably my friends, and none of them are from L.A. So you guys are all bandwagon, so I'm going to call you all bandwagons, unless there's a guy from L.A. actually watching this, and they're actually Lakers fans, which I doubt. So, Lakers fans, you're done. You're not getting anybody. Be happy with AD, because you guys got a hell of a player. But you're not going to get another guy, another max superstar, unless if you're willing to fill out the rest of your roster with about $6 million and have about 11 other players to sign. So, yeah, not going to happen. Whew. <laughs> that was fun. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> my mini rant on the Lakers. That being said, it was a good move though, for them getting AD. I'm, try- I'm going to make that clear. I'm not bashing the AD trade at all because that was definitely the right move and a good move, especially because then they were able to keep Kuzma. But the people that think the Lakers are going to get in the max guy just drove me crazy and had to say it. All right. So, yeah, I'm getting all these tweets, so... I'm just going to assume Kyrie's going to Brooklyn, so next up, Kyrie Irving. And right on cue, we got some news. DeMarcus Boogie Cousins is going to, of course, the L.A. Lakers. So you can either just discredit the rant I just put in there from the first episode and be like, oh, Boogie's a, Boogie's a second-tier guy. He used to be a star, but now, let's face it, he's a second-tier guy. He's a shell of his former self, but... Straight from Woj, we got ourselves a Woj bomb. According, so we got Boogie to the Lakers. Agent Jeff Schwartz of Excel Sports, which was his new GM. So LeBron, Kuzma, AD, and Boogie in LA. That's an interesting one. I think that is a good signing for both sides. I think the Lakers obviously needed somebody. That, I mean, obviously they need a guard. But you know what? They also needed a center. So... I mean, that makes sense. It's a good move. Okay. So, yeah, I think it's a good move for both sides. The Lakers need a big man. And Boogie obviously needed a team. I mean, we didn't really know where he was going. The Lakers is a good move for him. It's a team. It's a competitive team meeting a big man. I think LeBron's going to really like him. I think AD and Boogie coming back together is great. They had a great relationship in L.A. Um... I mean, in New Orleans, when they were together for that one year, uh, obviously when Boogie got hurt and they had AD wear his jersey for the beginning of that All-Star game. That was a nice little tribute. So you know these two get along. I think LeBron's going to like them both. I think AD is very happy about this move. And you know what? Honestly, I think this move, I'm not calling Boogie a better player. Don't freak out on me. But I think this move makes more sense for the Lakers than if Kawhi signed. I mean, if Kawhi signed, it'd be us just another small four. Like, they already had LeBron and AD. Um, they already had LeBron, and then they already had Kuzma and AD and forwards. That's another forward signing. It just wouldn't make more. It wouldn't make much sense no matter how good the player is. So I think this signing makes much more sense for the Lakers, even though he's still um, a big and not a guard. It's still a good move for both teams. Besides, the Lakers, again, they needed a center. So good move. Rebounding machine. Of course, Definitely a shell of his former self after all these injuries. So, I mean, I assume this is going to be a good move. We've seen Boogie. And he he also grew up a lot in Golden State. I think that's something that not a lot of people realize is, obviously the Golden State signing was just like, oh, another start of Golden State. But you know what? What people don't realize is how much he really grew in Golden State as a person. He's He had no tech. Actually, he had one. He had one tech last year. 
instead of leading the league in techs every year. Wasn't the foul machine. So he wasn't the same player, but he was a better person. He wasn't getting into all these fights, getting all these texts and all that, like he was getting in New Orleans and Sacramento. He, he understood what was going on. He was able to play his role, and he was able to play his role well, even though he wasn't the main guy. And I think the Lakers need that boogie to be there in L.A., not the guy who is getting all these texts and hurting the team, even though he was really good. Even though he's not as good of a player, he is a better fit for a team like L.A., where they already got their stars, they just need a role guy who can get rebounds and do his job well. And that's what Boogie does. He's an excellent defender, great rebounder. And the Lakers made a great move in Boogie. I'm happy for him because he's now at another great fit for him and the Lakers. So, Boogie to the Lakers. There you go. And we got some more Lakers news. Rajon Rondo is just signed also, well, re-signed with the L.A. Lakers. So, I have right here, this is the roster for the Lakers, all right? The point, you got Rondo and Quinn Cook. Shooting guard, you got Danny Green, KCP, Troy Daniels, Taylor Horton Tucker. I've never heard of Taylor Horton Tucker, but he is on the roster. Small forward, you got LeBron. Power forward, you got Jared Dudley and Kyle Kuzma. And at center, you got Boogie Cousins and JaVale McGee. Uh, so, yeah. That's a solid team in L.A., obviously. I think the Clippers have a be- uh, obviously have a better full-on roster, but... I think the Clippers definitely have the Lakers beat in terms of teams, but you know what? That Le- the LeBron factor is big, as well as AD and Kuz and Boogie and, hey, Quinn Cook. And, and you all, we all know how, uh, playoff Rondo is a real thing. Kuzma is good. So we'll definitely see there. So Lakers, again, I've, I've been hating on you guys. I have been. I never thought you guys were going to get another Max guy, and I was right because Boogie, he signed a one-year deal. It was not a Max, so I, that rant was true. But that being said, I'm not bashing the AD trade. I'm not bashing getting Boogie. I'm not bashing any of that. I think this was absolutely the right move. I think that if you look at it, this was – the Lakers are obviously going to be a solid team. I'm not trying to say that it's a bad team. Not at all. Kuzma's going to be coming off the bench. That is a great team in L.A. Do not get me wrong. I am not trying to say the Lakers are going to be a bus team. Some people are, but I'm not in that at all. Just want to make that clear. But the Lakers, not the title favorites at all, and I never said they were going to be. I think we could see them win a series, maybe two, but... They are not the favorites. I would put Golden State ahead of them. I'd definitely put the Clippers ahead of them. I might even, I might put Denver ahead of them. Maybe. Or, but not, not Portland. I was about to say Portland, but not Portland. I would put the Lakers probably right now as the fourth strongest team in the West. Um, Golden State and Clippers ahead, as well as probably Denver. All right. That's all we got on the Lakers. That's all the Lakers news we're going to get, unless they trade for Westbrook, which, uh, let's face it, that ain't happening. I, I was, that's a joke. I'm, that's a joke. I'm making that clear. That's a joke. That's not going to happen. But, yeah. That's it for Lakers news. And now over to other stuff. All right. It is now time for the Q&A. I got four questions that will be answered right now. So, again, if you want to know how to answer these questions, every week I put up a question thing on my Instagram, at AFC North Champs. And I just, but it just says question, Q&A for the podcast. You guys can drop your questions. And I pick the questions that are actually like sports questions on here. Um, you also can request stuff. I've noticed you guys have done that. And I will DM you if, I, like, if I'm planning on it or if I just don't like the idea. I won't mention it on the podcast. But I 
have your idea in mind and a couple of your ideas actually already am planning out to do a podcast on at some point. But let's get into the questions. I have four. This first one is from at Trevor underscore Brown one two four. He says, what will the Warriors do with D'Lo? Now, um, I think that the Warriors are not going to miss a beat. I mean, I think, I mean, to a point. I mean, the Clippers and Lakers, I think both have, not the Lakers, I think the Clippers have a stronger team. I think they'll probably go to the Western Conference Finals. I think they'll put up a good fight against the Clippers, but I don't think they'll, it'll be enough to get past the Clippers. But Steph Curry, I think, and also, um, speaking of this, Steph Curry right now is my pick to win league MVP. I think right now, Steph will, I think right now we're going to see, I'm putting that, yeah, I'm putting that out right there right now. I think Steph Curry is going to win league MVP next year. Um, that opinion could change, but as of right now, I, that's my pick. Um, because I think he's, uh, people just forgot about how good he was. I mean, we saw a lot of him in the playoffs, and he was really ready to take over. And he was going to have, uh, he just didn't do that great in the finals. But other than that, man, Steph Curry had an incredible playoff run. And I think we're going to see that all throughout the regular season. I think we're going to see him win league MVP this year. So I think the Warriors with D'Lo, I think D'Lo's going to have a great year. And I think, I think he'll be in the shadow of Steph because I think we're going to have Steph kind of have like a year that he hasn't had in a couple years. I mean, he hasn't had a bad year. I'm not saying he's been bad last couple years, but he's going he's gonna to return to like MVP form this year. I really think so. So people aren't going to be mentioning D'Lo as much as they should, but he's going to do well as well. All right. From at Max Ballone, who also made the um, logo. So shout out to you for that. Double shout out. Actually, it's at Bax Malone. What? I must have typed that in wrong. Either that or he just did that, but it's Max Malone. Either way, he wants to know the steal of the NBA draft, and you know what? <laughs> My bias is coming in here, but I really think Bruno... <laughs> you guys kind of know where I'm going here. I think Bruno Fernandez is going to be a great, great player in the next level. I mean, I think, I think the popular option is Bull Bull. I think he's going to be good. But I think Bruno is going to be an all-star. I legitimately think Bruno could be an all-star. So we also could see um, another guy who I like is Ty Jerome. But he, he in Phoenix, I mean, it's just a bad spot. But I think Ty Jerome um, and Bruno Fernando are both going to be very good players in the next level. But I, I honestly think Bruno Fernando is going to be very, very good. And I know yeah, I'm a Maryland fan, so I'm kind of biased there. But I really think he's going to be good. At Jake Dabari underscore says... Who are your busts for the NBA next season? Um, if he means draft busts, um, I would say that the top three are all good. But I think we're going to – I think top four actually are all good. But I think Garland's not going to be great. Um, I assume he draft busts. But if we're just going by just busts in general as a team, I think that we're going to see the Lakers disappoint. I think the Lakers are going to be a little – they're not going to be bad. I just think the people that think the Lakers are um, – Finals contenders, I think they're wrong. I think we could see also in the East, I think the Raptors are going to take a huge step down without Kawhi, obviously. Um, and I guess Miami. I think Miami could be surprised, unless if they get Westbrook. I think, this is assuming they don't get Westbrook, I think Miami could be pretty bad also next year. Not as good as people think. And the last one is from at Brady underscore Nicholas Six, and he wants to know who the best offense in the NFL next year is going to be, who the best defense in the NFL is going to be next year. All right. I kind of brought this up, um, not on the podcast, but I brought this up in the past time with friends and stuff. If we're going by yards-wise, the best defense in 2000 wasn't even the Ravens. Those the 2000 Titans had the best ranked defense. The Ravens' defense in 2000 were actually ranked number two, even though they have an all-time great defense. 
they, the Titans allowed less yards, so the Titans were technically the number one ranked defense. But we all know who the best defense was. Like last year, the Ravens had the number. Well, last year, the Ravens were the number one ranked defense. But let's face it, we all know the Bears were the best defense in the league last year. So I'm gonna go by not by the yard. I'm saying just when the eye test who they say is the best defense and who the eye test says the best offense is. Offensively, um, I mean, if Tyreek Hill comes back, Kansas City is gonna be great. Obviously, um. I'm thinking Indy's going to have a great offense. Obviously, New England's going to be good on offense. Um, Um, I think the Ravens and Cardinals are either going to be really good or really bad on offense. It's no unreal between. They're going to be either like a top five unit or a bottom five unit. The Ravens and Cardinals, both of those. Um, And defensively, the Bears. I think the Bears are going to have an amazing defense. I think the Bears are going to have a great, great defensive unit again. Last year, the Bears are the best defense in the league, even though they weren't ranked number one. Same thing this year. They might not be ranked number one, but the Bears are going to be the best defense in the NFL this year. Um, um, the Ravens are going to be up there. I think people um, are underrating what the Ravens are going to do next year defensively because we lost all those guys, but I think we're still going to be very solid defensively. But no, Chicago's going to be the best defense in the NFL. That's it for the Q&A. Um, once again, at my Instagram, at AFC North Champs, I will put a question thing up on my story once a week. You guys drop your questions. I'll answer on the podcast, and I'll give you your shout-out. There you go. All right, on to the next segment. All right, the next player I want to talk about is, of course, Russell Westbrook. So, of course, with the Paul George trade, everyone wants to know, is Westbrook going to be dealt? I think he should be dealt. Uh, I think with the moving of Paul George, they should just, and all these picks, they should just tear it all down rebuild for two years, and then when they get when they start to get 2021, even though they got the Clippers picks, the Clippers picks, they're not going to be like lottery picks, at least I don't, at least I assume they won't be. So, but there's going to be a lot, they're going to still be extra first round picks pretty much every year starting in 2021. So they should really start to rebuild now. That starts with trading Russell Westbrook. The two teams that I think have the best chance of getting him, and not me, but the reports are saying the two teams that have the much the best chance of getting him is the Miami Heat and the Houston Rockets. So we'll start off with the Houston Rockets. Now, the only way that the Rockets get him is, A, if they can move Chris Paul. So it would probably be either a three-team deal. They would get another team to take Chris Paul's contract. Or um, it would be Chris Paul and somebody else because there's no way it would be a straight-up trade. That is for sure. Um, I mean, there's just no way. That there would be a straight up trade, so I'm gonna assume it. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm gonna assume it's gonna be a three team deal if the Rockets can do it, or they would trade Chris Paul to a team that can take the money, um, and they fund the Rockets to get Westbrook. Now Westbrook and Harden back together. That's that's pretty intriguing. Former teammates coming back together. Both have of at least one league MVP. No, not at least one. They both have won a league MVP since they've left each other. Harden, of course, has had more success, but those two together could be very good. We've seen them work together now. Harden, of course, is a completely different player, but it's still um, two players back together again. They seem to still get along, so I, I think that'd be a good fit. But I think if he's going to get dealt, my guess is it's going to be to Miami. Of course, Pat Riley is an absolute magician. I don't even know how he would be able to do it. Like, just looking at that roster, I just don't know how they could put together a package, but you know what? It's Pat Riley. He probably could figure something out, and if he's going somewhere, my guess would be to Miami. 
um, him and Jimmy Butler together. Those are two aggressive, hardworking players. I think those two together, they would either clash and it would just be terrible, or those two would elevate each other's games to a whole new level, both of them. In particular, Jimmy Butler. Westbrook would make Jimmy Butler a com- an incredible player, and Butler would just become like an all-NBA type player, and Westbrook would continue his thing with a great teammate. Because those two guys got a lot together in common. So, yeah, I think it'll either be a great fit or they would clash and it'll just not end well. So, but honestly, with all that being said, I really don't think he's gonna get dealt at all. I don't think they're. Gonna, I don't think either team's gonna be able to put together a good enough package. I don't think the Rockets will be able to find a suitor for Chris Paul, and I don't think the Heat will be able to put together a good enough package. I think Westbrook is just eventually just gonna be sticking around in OKC. But you know what? You never know. You absolutely never know. It is the NBA. This offseason has been incredible. Another superstar on the move definitely is possible. Um, and honestly, with that, another guy who could be on the move is Steven Adams. I think if you're going to trade Westbrook and Paul, you got to trade Steven Adams. Steven Adams is, is crazy underrated, by the way. He's a very good center, and they should move him as well. They should not make Steven Adams of his own team. Now, that wouldn't be fair to him. That wouldn't be fair to anybody on that team, and it wouldn't be fair to Steven Adams at all. They need to get rid of Steven Adams, really embrace a rebuild. If they're able to trade Westbrook, Steven Adams has to be on the move as well. Where, I don't know, but they definitely could find suitors for Steven Adams. He's a... Definitely good enough player. So, yeah. We will see what happens with Westbrook. But I think, honestly, I think he's not going anywhere. And if he does, it won't be for a couple weeks. But you never know. It is the NBA. As I was recording the last state, uh, last segment, Shams just tweeted out a statement from Joe Lacob, the co-chairman of the Golden State Warriors, saying that they will be retiring Andre Godala's jersey. Now, my friends at camp know I've been pushing for this to happen. Of course, we all know that Curry, Clay, KD, Draymond, all, their jerseys are all going to get retired. The question was, will they retire Iggy's? I said they should. A couple of my friends said they shouldn't. It was, it's been a little bit of a debate the last couple, of weeks, uh, last couple of days. But I, my thing is, A, first of all, that finals MVP. Second of all, the guy has been there for a very long, it was there for a while. He helped deliver that championships. And whenever they needed a guy to step up, when this year, when they had nobody, Iguodala hit a couple clutch shots this year in the finals. Obviously, he did very good on LeBron in the 2015. Uh, he did good on LeBron. Of course, he killed it, but you, you know what I mean. And he came in, he benched Harrison Barnes, put in Iggy. Iggy killed it. He won finals MVP. Iguodala is a great player. He brought veteran leadership to Golden State. And, you know, just that team wouldn't be the same without him because all those guys were young players, kind of coming to their own at the same time. They needed a one, like, solid veteran leader. I mean, Sean Livingston was kind of that, but they needed, like, a better player to be that veteran leader. And as much as Draymond, as much credit as Draymond Green gets and deserves being the leader, Iguodala was kind of, uh, it seemed like he was a quieter leader. Like, we never heard that he was. It just seemed like, I always thought in the back of my head, like, Iguodala has some kind of veteran role on that team. He has to. He's the oldest guy out of those, out of the big guy, out of the better players, he's the oldest. He has the most experience. It just seems like Iguodala, and he's been there for a while too, it just seems like he would have that leadership, and he did. So... The Warriors retiring Iggy's jersey is a very well-deserved. Number nine in the Golden State Raptors, Raptors is 100% well-deserved. And Iggy, congratulations, and we'll see what happens with him. Honestly, before I cut this in, I want to talk about this, is, of course, they traded Iguodala. So, and Memphis does not seem to have much interest in him. So the question is, will they um, keep um, will, will they trade Iguodala? Will they buy him out? Will they cut him? If they buy him out and cut him, Will someone pick him up, or will he be forced to retire? Is this the end of a career? And it brings up another question. 
is Andre Iguodala a Hall of Famer? Now, if the Basketball Hall of Fame was like Pro Football Hall of Fame, like the Baseball Hall of Fame, the answer is probably no. What people don't realize is this is the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame is 100%. And there is no debate. And I don't want to hear anybody texting me, DMing me, calling me, telling me at camp that the Basketball Hall of Fame is not the easiest Hall of Fame to get into. Because there's no debate about that. The Basketball Hall of Fame is a borderline joke. Like, it's not that hard to get into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Dwight Howard is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He deserves to be a Hall of Famer. Anyway, but he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, which I could debate maybe not necessarily deserving if the Hall of Fame was a little stricter. But considering how easy the Hall of Fame is to get into, Iguodala is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be one of those guys that like waits a good 10, 15 years, and in a weaker class, he'd get it. He is definitely a French Hall of Fame player, has a finals MVP, has a dunk contest title, has three rings. You know, he just, and we don't even know if his career is over yet, so... I would say, yes, Iguodala's a Hall of Famer, but only because it's the Basketball Hall of Fame and it's easy to get into. So that's my argument there. So, yeah, I'll do it for my Andre Iguodala. Congratulations, Iggy. And it is very well-deserved. I don't care what people can't tell me. Iguodala getting his jersey retired is very well-deserving. All right, that will do it for episode four of The Other Berman Show. Episode five will be coming at you on Saturday. Well, I'm not, it'll be filmed on Saturday. It'll probably come up with it on Sunday. But you can catch this episode on, obviously, the Anchor app, which is what a, lot, a couple of you guys have done on the link I post. You also can find this on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. It's all available on those. I'm still working on Apple Podcasts. I have not um, approved it yet. It hasn't declined it yet either, though, so I don't really know what I'm waiting on. Apparently, there's probably just a lot of podcasts I'm trying to get up at the same time, so... It'll probably be a little while before Apple Podcasts even, even either approves it or denies it. But for now, those are what this podcast is available on. If you don't want to just keep hitting the link and you have any of those apps, just download it there. All right. That's it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And I will see you for episode five. Goodbye, everybody. And thanks for listening.